Steven Soderbergh is back with his unique style of filmmaking in High Flying Bird. Welcome to the best movie of the year so far. As the year grows, the list grows, and the movies get better. A show that answers that question, what's the best movie of the year so far? If you're new, welcome. I'm glad you've joined me today. Click that subscribe link so you'll be alerted when I release a new episode. I have links in the show notes that'll help you with that. So thanks for sticking with me through these last couple weeks, but I am back with a new movie to discuss today and even more coming soon. So stay tuned. What's the best movie of 2019 so far? Stay till the end and we'll get to that. But today we're talking about the latest film from Steven Soderbergh, High Flying Bird. Ray, a sports agent, is caught in the middle of this NBA lockout while owners and players try to settle their differences. Meanwhile, he has a young phenom, soon-to-be rookie, Eric, that is really anxious to get on the court and make his money. With High Flying Bird, Ray has a few days to come up with a plan where everyone wins while maneuvering through the politics and player union rules. Ray, played by Andre Holland and his former assistant Sam, played by Zazie Beetz, are on again and off again as business partners through this ordeal. Now, High Flying Bird is a quick-talking, witty basketball drama. As in the film, Ray is trying to be disruptor to this basketball system. Meanwhile, director Steven Soderbergh is trying to do the same thing. It's certainly not an exceptional movie. It has its flaws. But it's worth seeing, especially to get inside the business of basketball. As mentioned, the film is directed by Steven Soderbergh. He certainly has his own style. As in this movie, he quickly drops us off in the middle of a conversation. Characters, details, and explanations can come later. And with High Flying Bird, we are dropped quickly into an argument between Ray and Eric. And it works. And I almost didn't even mention this film is completely filmed on an iPhone. As with 2018's Unsane, the iPhone work is no longer just a gimmick. It's a style. It's a strategy. And with improvements to the phone since Unsane, Soderbergh was able to do even more in giving the film a more, a more natural look. One where it feels like we're often deep in conversations, we're included in the room, and whether we should be or not be, that's what it feels like, these intimate conversations. Now, Holland is fantastic. And he's mesmerizing in this film. He owns it from beginning to end. It's a solid supporting performances all around as well, including Zazie Beats from TV's Atlanta, who really always steals the screen time when she's on it. Now, the script and the dialogue of this movie is really what makes it. It's sharp, often so fast that you may lose track of what's going on, but nonetheless, still entertained by it. Sort of Aaron Sorkin-ish. That great writing is from Terrell Alvin McCraney, who's already won an Oscar for Moonlight. He's such a gifted writer and he's worth checking out. Now, this is a basketball movie with very little basketball. In fact, that's the point. We're in this lockout. And Soderbergh does what he does with social issues by making it personal. Like with Aaron Brockovich, there's more here than meets the eye. There are deeper issues about player rights and black player rights, to be specific. And deeper conversations that I'm nowhere equipped to tackle on a podcast like this, but it's worth seeing. And like Aaron Brockovich, Ray is on a mission to make things right. Now, this Netflix original film is not quite the slam dunk that it could be. It's the makings of a great movie, but doesn't quite make it through the full court press. 
And I finish with one last basketball pun just to let you know that High Flying Bird is a solid layup and definitely worth seeing. So we discussed the best movies of the year on this show. So far this year, we have multiple Marvel movies, some strong animation, several good Netflix originals. But right now, the best movie of the year so far is still Jordan Peele's Us. Check that out and let me know what you think if you haven't seen it yet. Thanks again for continuing to listen and including yourself in this episode. Be sure to subscribe so you're the first to know of new episodes. As always, you can find the podcast on all the major channels. Join the conversation online. Let's talk about even more movies. You can find me on ellisonmovies.com and, of course, on Twitter at ellisonmovies. I look forward to talking with you soon. But until then, I'll see you in the theater. <laughs>